0: Welcome to the Retail Economics Podcast, the hub of unique, independent and illuminating insights on all things consumer and retail. Welcome to the Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. It's designed to accumulate the latest key updates related to the fast-paced UK retail industry. My co-host and I will cover the latest top-line updates from the past week. Starting off with staff changes in the food and grocery sector. Little UK finance boss Marco Di Constanzo stepped down after two years,
1: and Asda appointed current Morrison CEO Matt Kelleher as its first ever chief digital officer. Kelleher will join the retailer in July and be responsible for its data and e-commerce functions as well as its technology functions, following the completion of the future transformation project. Moving on to Christmas results, Aldi recorded sales of 1.5 billion pounds for the first time in the four weeks to 24 December, an 8% year-on-year increase. The busiest trading day was the 22nd of December according to the retailer, seeing 2.5 million customers visit stores.
0: Lidl saw sales increase 12% year-on-year in the four weeks to 24th December, boosted by demand for its own brand premium deluxe products. And Sainsbury's saw sales increase 9.3% in the same period to a record £13.7 billion, resulting in a market share of 15.8%, the highest since December 2020.
1: There have been key price locks this week, as Morrison's locked prices on over 1,000 items to help consumers with grocery costs after the festive period. The lock will run for eight weeks and follows a similar measure taken in January 2023. And Ocado is cutting prices on more than 1,700 products as part of its big price drop, with an average reduction of 5% across items. This marks the fifth round of cuts since June 2023.
0: In other news, Aldi has cut its food waste by 57% since 2017, reaching its 2030 target of halving food waste eight years earlier than planned. The retailer has since revised the target, aiming to reduce food waste by 90% by 2030 against a 2017 baseline, and Sainsbury's plans to increase colleague pay by 9.1% to £12 per hour as part of a £200 million investment. The pay rise will be effective from March with 120,000 hourly paid employees benefiting.
1: Now let's move on to the clothing and footwear sector. In the style CEO Adam Frisbee stepped down from the retailer having founded it 10 years ago. Frisbee returned as CEO in 2023 when the firm was sold to private equity firm Barge Capital to avoid administration, but chose to leave on the grounds that the business is returning to profitability. Meanwhile, Uniqlo committed to reducing prices in response to easing inflation. The retailer has already cut prices on products such as cashmere sweaters, as it plans to pass on the falling cost of materials by making premium items more affordable.
0: In terms of results, Barber saw sales increase by almost 20% in the year to April 2023. However, profits fell due to inflationary cost pressures. Next saw full price sales increase 5.7% in the nine weeks to 30th December. Exceeding previous guidance, and JD Sports saw shares dive by 22% on the morning of 4 January after the company revealed it did not expect to make more than £935 million in annual profits, 10% lower than its original guidance.
1: In other news, collapsed retailer Jules is expected to pay back £5.9 million in taxes owed to its creditors, and next warned of delays to product supplies in early 2024, if disruption to shipping routes and access to the Suez Canal continues. Moving on to health and beauty, the Body Shop became the first global beauty brand with 100% vegan product formulations across all ranges. The retailer received the certification from the Vegan Society two years after setting its target. And Superdrug cut the prices of over 150 essential own brand products across makeup, hair accessories, medicine, and toiletries, with reductions of up to 50%.
0: In terms of results, Boots saw in store sales increase 8% during Black Friday week. Retail sales increased by almost 10% in the retailer's first quarter, resulting in the 11th consecutive quarter of market share growth. In the furniture and flooring sector, the Cotswold company saw orders increase 13% in the nine weeks to 31st December, and 64% above pre-pandemic figures. Meanwhile, top styles saw like-for-like sales fall 7.1% in the 13 weeks to 30th December, with sales to trade customers proving more resilient than to homeowners. However, The retailer reported that its ProTyler Tools online business performed in line with expectations. Finally,
1: let's look at department stores, marketplaces, and specialists. WH Smith is trialing a mini-rebrand, renaming some of its branches WHS, removing the name of founder Henry Walton Smith. The rebrand is intended to raise awareness of the range of products sold by the company, with the new signs also advertising books, stationery, newspapers, and convenience
0: and John Lewis is set to update its turnaround strategy, with Chief Executive Nish Kankawala promising staff that the business would prioritise its retail offering. That's all for this week's news update. You've been listening to The Retail Roundup, your weekly briefing from Retail Economics. Let us know what you thought by posting a review or rating on your podcast platform. If you enjoyed this show, remember to follow us, and tune in again next Monday for the latest updates. Sign up for more insight, including reports and thought leadership on all things retail and consumer at retaileconomics.co.uk. Thanks for listening.